0: Na-miss na bang makinig ng podcast on your commute? Or to get that motivation before you start your day? Magbabalik ang 5 minutes lang with Season 2. Mas exciting, mas nakakakilig, at mas inspiring. Kakasama natin si Bianca Gonzalez. It will be uncomfortable sometimes when you step out of your comfort zone. But you have to like keep pushing the needle. Joel, My first date was the most perfect rom-com scenario ever, honestly. <laughs> Plus, I'm creator ng Home Buddies and Hangout Buddies communities. That's si Francis Cabetuando. Sobrang iba pag solo travel. Just like you're in a different place, nobody knows you, and you're just out there to connect with other individuals. At marami pang iba. Let's talk about dating, growing your career, and everything in between. 5 Minutes Lang, where we learn how to navigate life from people who've cracked the code. Available soon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan Command Puma Podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode,
2: we were trying to correct but the fact-checking was just being heard in our own echo chambers because there's a separate reality already. It's like we could not penetrate into the, into the cells that have been um, created because of disinformation.
1: Former Vice President Lenny Robredo reflects on disinformation again, this time at a panel hosted by former U.S. President Barack Obama's foundation. Last week, the Obama Foundation held its first-ever Democracy Forum in New York.
3: One of our goals is to create a community and shared platform for these emerging leaders so they can learn from each other and share best practices and form strategic partnerships across issues and across borders.
1: That's former U.S. President Barack Obama, of course. The entire event was predicated on a phenomenon we've seen in recent years, the assault on democratic ideals across the globe.
3: We see a manifestation of it in the unjustified and brutal war in Ukraine. We see it in the backsliding that's taking place in what were well-established democracies. We see it in the escalating polarization and disinformation that's so evident in recent elections whether it's in Brazil, the Philippines, Italy, Sweden, right here in the United States.
1: It's no surprise then that his foundation invited former Vice President Lenny Robredo to share her insights.
2: You know, we have supporters and our supporters were also crying, fight fire with fire. So some of them were also trying to fight all the disinformation with trying to correct everything on social media. But We felt like it just added to the polarization. As was said earlier, it's the populist playbook. That you agitate one party and rage the other. And when everything is so polarized, then there's no common baseline of fact anymore. There's no chance for people to discuss and to do a fair amount of discourse.
1: When we think of disinformation, especially here in the Philippines, trolls on social media are often top of mind. But another panelist, Anil Dash, CEO of the software company Glitch, reminds us that our problems with disinformation predate not just social media but the internet itself.
4: This didn't start with the social networks we use today. This didn't start with the internet, right? This is a a pattern and a playbook that predates that. And I think that's one of the things that's really important to understand because within the technology world, for obvious reasons. People want to think that everything is determined by the software we write and the code we write and the technology we write. And it has an impact but in many cases it's carrying forward patterns, behaviors, or uh, systems that you know existed before that.
1: When Anil and Lenny reference playbooks, here's what
4: they mean. There is a playbook of how you sort of so mistrust. Technology absolutely amplifies it, but that structure of, first of all, can we raise an illegitimate question, an intellectually dishonest question, and start with this sort of sense of like, because we want to destabilize the entire conversation. That's one of the parts of the playbook.
1: The other half of this strategy probably sounds eerily familiar.
4: There's also the making it a stressful conversation. As soon as you amplify the emotional tension of it, the majority of people, if that's not the primary thing they care about, are just going to check out. They say, I don't want to get involved. That sounds like there's a big fight there. And what that has the effect of is treating both sides of a debate as equal because you're like, I don't want to engage.
1: We'll pause here. But when we return, we talk about how other countries are fighting back. One of the most effective strategies deployed by Lenny Robredo's campaign to combat disinformation online was to take the fight elsewhere. To have conversations removed from the intellectually dishonest and exhausting polarization online.
2: But I think we made a a breakthrough when we brought the campaign out of social media already. We called it tao sa tao, puso sa puso. It means person to person, heart to heart. So it was encouraging our supporters to go out of social media, try to talk to as many people who do not share your values, who do not share your beliefs, you know, and try to discuss in a very calm manner. And we have made a lot of breakthroughs.
1: And while the former VP admits that their house-to-house efforts started too late, she and her team continue to believe in the power of trying to persuade others by conversing with them face
2: to face and our campaign now is to continue those conversations Um, start with your traditional traditional networks like families or work school and then go out of the communities Um, during the campaign we were able to um, form A large number of volunteers, because of that, a lot of people felt um, very much grounded because of the conversations with people who were from a different perspective, who believed in other things um, different from what their beliefs are.
1: Obama pointed out how social media has fostered anger and divisiveness.
3: We're in the midst of an information revolution much of it which is built on commercial platforms that find controversy and conflict more profitable than tolerance and truth."
1: 2016 saw the election of President Donald Trump in the U.S. and President Rodrigo Duterte in the Philippines. Both of their wins were aided in part by staggering disinformation campaigns on Facebook and other social networks. In the years since, Lawmakers across the world have struggled to hold social media networks accountable. But parts of the world are making headways.
2: There are two legislations which have really recently been passed in the EU. Um, one is the Digital Services Act and the Digital Market Act, which actually wants to pursue the path of making the social media networks more accountable more transparent. There are a lot of lobbyists now asking all the other uh, Congresses all over the world to pass similar legislations or more improved ones. It's
1: unclear if we'll see similar measures passed here. But unlike in 2016, Lenny says the public now has the tools needed to better understand and resist the disinformation ecosystem in the Philippines
2: there are two groundbreaking researches about this information in the Philippines. It was headed by a group of Filipino sociologists and academics. The head is Jonathan Ong, who's a mm-hmm. Shorenstein Fellow at the Harvard Kennedy School. And those two researches are groundbreaking in the sense that Number one, it unmasked the entire uh, disinformation operations in the Philippines. And number two, the latest one is really trying to frame everything as not just disinformation, but a, a broader influence operations already, that there's a set of recommendations that would guide us as we go along. So it's not like six years ago when we were grouping in the dark on what to do. Right now, we have learned from our lessons and we're moving forward.
1: And that was today's episode of Teca Teca. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Mark Casillian. If you want to hear more about the research by Jonathan Ong that VP Lenny Robredo was talking about, check out this Teca Teca episode titled Unmasking Influence Operations in the Philippines. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening.
0: Magbabalik ang 5 minutes lang with Season 2. Mas exciting, mas nakakakilig at mas inspiring. Hi everyone, this is Bianca Gonzalez. Hi everyone, I'm Joel. Hello, I'm Francisco Batuando. at marami pang iba. Let’s talk about dating, growing your career, and everything in between. Five minutes long, where we learn how to navigate life from people who’ve cracked the code. Available soon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung and Command Pumo Podcast.